श्री गुरु वैष्णव गुरु परंपरा की जाए श्री चैतन्य चरितामृत की जाए सो वी आर कंटिन्यूइंग आवर डिस्कशन ऑफ ब्रह्मनंद संवाद सेंट्रल जूल ऑफ द नेकलेस ऑफ चैतन्य चरितामृत एंड वी हैव कम टू द पॉइंट इन द डिस्कशन बिटवीन चैतन्य महाप्रभु एंड रामानंद रॉय वेयर इन Ramananda has suggested that the ideal highest ideal is madhurya prem kanta prem he has taken through mahaprabhu through many different religious ideas some of which were rejected as external and some of which were embraced as being having having um prospect for internal life beyond peace love and how he's been going up the ladder in this regard from gyan shuna bhakti to prem from prem to dasya prem being specific to sakya prem to vatsalya prem and now madhurya prem <clears throat> the love of the gopis and uh, when he reached gyan shunya bhakti and prem mahabhu said that's good go on when he reached sakya prem he said that's very good said, that's really really getting somewhere and it was just, of course he cited a verse uh, uh pointing to the idea of the sakyaras in braj hmm? and we've spoken about the significance of why he found that to be exceptionally um good and same with vatsalya prem hmm? this is the beginning the vatsalya prem really because the dasya prem of braj for the most part is also tinged with sakya so this is a special kind of place we described it as being off the scriptural map so to speak the experience of the braj basis and um <clears throat> having gone through now vatsalya prem is come to uh, madhurya prem and he's cited two verses evidence for the for such a uh an idea and um we discussed them first was a was a verse from udava and the other was a verse from the um from rasalila in, in bhagavatam uh chronologically the verse from bhagavatam when raslila comes first and the verse cited by udava comes later udava came to vrindavan at the request of krishna of course after the raslila and having after having left vrindavan for mathura hmm. but uh, there were two very interesting and significant uh, verses the one from raslila chronologically comes first but it was cited second here context of the narrative for the discussion uh described krishna um reappearing in in the raslila raslila is the entirety here as i use the term of the leela it covers the five chapters that culminate in the actual rasa dance it begins it stops and um krishna leaves with radha gopis follow his footprints hmm 
and find that he's not alone, and then they see that, um, and then they find Radha alone. And as Krishna left the gopis, he left Radha also. They console her and so forth. And they go deep into the forest at this point. They're extremely deep in the forest, so deep that the harvest moon, under which is a romantic full moon, uh, uh, gave served as an udipana, a stimulus for, for Madurasa for the night, can't be seen. It's so dark, They're so deep into the forest. They're way away from home. They don't even know that they have homes at this point. They're so lost in uh, in love for Krishna now, especially in his absence. Hmm? Separation. It's said that when in union there is one Krishna, in separation there are millions of Krishnas. It means that in separation the heart grows fonder and one sees so many things reminding them of their beloved. So there are millions of Krishnas. They see it. They see everything like this. So they begin to do Namsan Kirtan and, and, and Guna Kirtan hmm? on the banks of the of the Jamun in the dead of the night. And of course, Krishna is observing them and uh, he is uh, forced to reappear. Hmm? Uh, uh, I'm reiterating, of course, a little bit what we've gone over, but some of the following verses that he will cite take us right to the same spot. Um, he reappears, and his appearance, the verse was cited describing his appearance at that time, and how charming, how beautiful he was, how embarrassed he was, how he was kind of trying to make light of his absence, uh, that they would not be, um, they would not be too upset with him. Hmm? Um, he had a yellow sash tied around his neck, which is a sign of humility, and he had kind of a half of a smile, like I say, trying to make light of what he had done. And um, and Sukadev describes him as being a little hard-hearted by referring to him uh, with the name Shauri. Shauri is a name for for Krishna with regard to his being connected with the Yaduvamsa and Chatriya dynasty. The Chatris have a little bit harder hearts than the Vaishyas, um, to be administrators and so on and so forth, and uh, nobody likes the managers. So uh, Sukadeva's a little upset with him also, entering as he is into Gopi Bhav hmm? uh, through the narrative that he heard from Vyas, he studied and now he's repeating it to Sukadev or to Sutta Sutta or to uh, to uh, Prikshit Maharaj. So there, at any rate, Krishna is described as being extraordinarily beautiful. So the Yogamaya has made him especially beautiful to help make up for uh, what he's done, and also, of course, he's beautiful in the company of the gopis, and that will be brought out more in in. Uh, one of the verses that follow. What follows here is uh, is uh, uh, two more verses from the Bhagavatam and a verse from the Gita and then another verse from the Bhagavatam. And then this section on Madhurya Prem, which is just the beginning entry into Madhurya Prem here, is closes. And from Madhurya Rasa being the best, we go to within Madhurya Rasa, what is the best? Hmm? The Prem the, the of Radha. Hmm? 
in particular, and so forth. And then it goes higher than that, if you can imagine. So, um, that verse, Krishna's reappearing, was cited, and, and as I say, a, a verse cited by Uddhava. After Krishna had left Mathura, of course, his heart remains in Vrindavan. Um, Krishna is in Mathura, he thinks of Vrindavan. Krishna is in Dwarka, he thinks of Vrindavan. Krishna is in Vrindavan, he never thinks of Mathura. He never thinks of Dwarka. Hmm? Uh, although he left Vrindavan to go to Mathura, hmm, it looked at comprehensively, we see, this is all to show, shed light back on the glories of the Braj, uh, Basi's love. Hmm? And that this should be the focus. So the Matura Leela, the Dwarka is all reflecting back on that, properly understood. So he's in Matura, and his heart is pining for the inhabitants of Vrindavan. He just got educated in, in um, uh, Sundapani Muni's ashram. Hmm? This is one of the ways in which Vasudev convinced Nanda to let him stay there. He kind of bamboozled him. Nanda is a, is a kind of a village person, and Vasudev was a city guy, so he kind of fast-talked him and said, you know, he's here, he needs an education, and, and, and so on. And so, and so he, off, off he, 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 Nanda went back empty-handed, and Krishna went off to um, not Sandipani Muni's ashram, he became the perfect student along with Ram, and returning to Mathura, and again, heart pining for Vrindavan, he doesn't know what to do. He's bewildered. He can't just go there and come back. He's being watched by everybody. And they're calling him God there. He guess he can't spoil their love. And neither can... Will the gopis come there? and they Or any of the inhabitants of Vrindavan, gopis in particular, won't come there, who he's pining for um, in an extraordinary way. Because he already promised them that he would come back as he left on the Kuru's chair. He said, I'll be back in a couple of days. And so they're, they're waiting for him to come back. Hmm? And um, so they're not going to leave. They're there, and they're staying alive and going on with their activities because he said he'd come back. So, And, of course, their love for Krishna is for Brajendranandan Krishna, Krishna of the Braj. So that's a, there's no meaning for their going to, to Mathura. How will they love him in Mathura? There will be no forests. There will be no... Um, he might have four arms and, uh, at times and uh, surrounded by an entourage and so forth. What to speak of at Dwarka? So this just doesn't, doesn't work for them. So anyway, Krishna... Uddhava is the answer, uh, partial answer to Krishna's dilemma. Uddhava is so much... Uh, uh, so dear to Krishna. And he says... That, uh, more dear to me than Brahma, Shiva, Lakshmi. More dear to me than myself, Uddhava. Hmm? So they were very much like Uddhava's complexion, as dark like Krishna's. It said from being so absorbed in thought of Krishna, although his family's complexion was arguably much fairer. Hmm? So he's an extraordinary friend of Krishna. He's in Dasibhav, but it's some influence of Sakya, and he. Reaches up to Pranay and Rag. Hmm? So, a very special person in, in, in Krishna's Leela, and Krishna loves him so much 
but really he wants to he Krishna accomplishes many things of course at once so he also wants to give Uddhava the chance to understand the frame of Braj in the context of sending a message to the gopis to pacify them and to his parents and so forth so off Uddhava goes hmm. he arrives in Vrindavan and Krishna caused Vrindavan to manifest in such a way that it was as if he was there, even though he was absent, and that that face of Vrindavan would be seen by Uddhava. Hmm? So Uddhava could understand something about the glories of that place, otherwise to go there and just see people moping and and, and so forth, he thought would, would not be the best. So... So he shows, so everything is beautiful and going on and, and he, he, he hears just um, cows mooing everywhere and milk splashing and the, the joyful uh, commerce and inter-social inter, uh, uh, exchanges and so forth. It's just the most charming place. And of course he comes to Nanda's house on a golden chariot and we went through this, uh, so I won't go into the detail. And he, he spends the night speaking with Nanda Maharaj about Krishna and trying to pacify him, and the fact that they stayed up all night indicates that he wasn't pacified. He's trying to give gyan to them. Krishna's God, so you know it shouldn't be a problem. Hmm. Um, did the best he could with Nanda Maharaj. Nanda Maharaj concluded, Uddhava was a really charming fellow, young 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 man. And he's very intelligent, but he doesn't really know very much. Hmm. He doesn't really get it. Anyway, he tried. Hmm. It's Nanda's thinking. You know, he, he doesn't quite understand what is our condition. He's telling me that, that, that Krishna is, is God, and, um, and he, you know, he, he, he stays in the house of whoever has devotion and so forth. Uh, uh, Nanda thinks, so well, why should I just send a message to Krishna that I'm devoted to you, please come to my house and uh, and stay here? Huh? Uh, he may be God. Okay, so what? But that doesn't mean we're not his parents. We're still his parents. I don't know what kind of God he is who has parents, but we are his parents, that's for sure. That is not changing. Hmm? So, so what if he's God? I mean, that really doesn't... Does he have parents? Then should he, then he should come home. And, and so, so Uddhava's head is a little bit spinning on on seeing this, and then it it, it gets worse. Of course, and he hears the, the the morning is coming on, the the, the the day is breaking, milking of cows and gopis are performing their chores, and uh, so he 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 meets with them and. Um, he um, tries to con- convey the message, and, uh, and of course, uh, Radharani begins to speak to a bumblebee that's buzzing around, and uh, this is the famous Brahma Ragita, the song of the bumblebee, the talk to the bumblebee, and exchange, and, and uh, in a beautiful manifestation of Chitrajalpa, it's this strange, kind of incoherent, uh, as it would appear, talk that is one of the characteristics of Mahabhav. So he sees this, this Mahabhav, hmm, and he's overwhelmed by that. And Radharani ignores him, 
talks to the bumblebee and thinks that the bumblebee is a messenger of Krishna. And of course, whatever she's saying to the bumblebee applies to Uddhava, and he's listening to this, and and she's not happy with Krishna. Hmm? She calls him a drunkard. Hmm? Madhupa means, is the bee. Uh, Madhukari, Madhu, Madhu, Madhu. Madhupam, yeah, honey drinker, and honey means also liquor. So he says, oh, he's just an intoxicated person, and he doesn't know, he's, they don't, intoxicated people, they don't know how to treat others, and so on and so forth, and just, I see some, like, saffron on your whiskers, uh, means you've been with other women, and displeasing them too, because some kumkum from your, your garland, uh, got smeared on with, uh, with their their bodies and, and and you come here like this and you expect me to listen to you and, and he's hearing all this and he's, he's just amazed at uh, her ab- absorption and then of course the bee goes away and then she thinks oh god what have I said and now he'll go back to Krishna and say this and then she goes the opposite way so this is a very uh, um, rasic section of the Bhagavatam and the verse that um Kabirish Krishna cites is a verse, one of the five verses of Uddhava's reflection on that conversation, the significance of that. And um, the verse in particular speaks of the good fortune of the gopis who are able to participate with Krishna in the rasa dance and attain a favor that no one has ever attained, not even Lakshmi. Hmm? As I said, Lakshmi is with Narayan and um, Narayan never takes her out on rasa dance or uh, uh, holds his arms out like this, as the verse describes, and says, I'm yours, whatever you want, I'll do. This is not the way Lakshmi. Narayan relates to Lakshmi, but it's the way every woman would like her husband to, to act. But uh, so she sees this, sees this. Krishna's doing this with them. Narayan doesn't do that with me. See, she wants his association. Of course, she goes to Vrindavan does penances there, but she cannot get, enter the rasa dance. Hmm? She would have to, Krishna told you, you have to give up Narayan, you have to marry somebody else, and you have to give that guy up, and then you have to... She couldn't She couldn't relate to that. This, this, uh, so, there's a way to enter there. Hmm? This is what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was taught. And these verses that he cited, this is very at the beginning now of the discussion of Madhurya Prem, that will be the subject for the rest of the conversation. They are very much about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And this whole section, as much as it's about, about Madhurya Prem, about Radha's Prem, it is about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who he is, what he is. And there he is, sitting before Ramananda Roy, and as one does before the Guru, learning about himself. Um, as I said, this verse that Uddhava cites will be cited at the end of the conversation as well. Uh, Rasalila is is the genesis of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. This is where Chaitanya Mahaprabhu makes his actual esoteric appearance. Hmm? And, and now he'll go on and he'll cite the very verse that in which Chaitanya Mahaprabhu uh, appears to further illustrate the nature of Madhurya Prem with regard to its capacity to what? To control Krishna. Because as you recall, when we came to Gyan Shunya Bhakti, we learned, which Mahaprabhu appreciated, we learned that this Gyan Shunya Bhakti has the power to control Krishna. And now we're finding 
degrees to which he becomes controlled and captivated as the prem develops from ordinary prem to braj prem to dasya, sakya, vatsalya, and now madhurya. So the extent to which Krishna is captivated by the gopis' love is what Ramananda is um, seeking to illustrate by his citation, so that the strength of that love, the power of that love. And so he uh, he cites his uh, now the third verse of his evidence. Mahaprabhu would ask him to speak on the goal of life, the means to attain it, and cite a verse on the scriptural map hmm, to support what you're saying. And of course, he's citing verses from the Bhagavatam, which is off the scriptural map. It is our scripture, but as I've said and I've explained it, what it really is is the experience. Hmm, of the Brajbasis. That's what it's about. Hmm? So it's about the, the, the pratyaksha, the direct experience of the gopis. That is our, that is our, our, our shabda, praman. Generally, direct experience is thought to be f- f- lacking and faulty of the senses. Hmm? Reasoning is better, but it's limited as well. Hearing from the, from the other side, so to speak, beyond the mind and senses, is a comprehensive way of knowing. Hmm? And here we're hearing, off the scriptural map, about the experience of the devotees of Braj. Hmm? That is Srimad Bhagavatam. Nirgrantha apirukrame. Sukadev was asked, why Sukadev studied the Bhagavatam, if he's perfect? Because what is the nature of the Bhagavatam? Hmm? It's Nirgrantha. It's beyond the books. It's about the extraordinary qualities of Hari, which which uh, books cannot do justice to. And this is the experience of Uddhava. So, anyway, he quotes... Well, what, what, what he does now, Krishnadas has cited two verses. Now he's going to speak a little bit um, in, in the Bengali uh, verse and um, describe something that we've already touched on. Hmm? Uh, and w- w- basically, what we're doing here is is the the gradation of prem. So we saw that in Shanta prem there were two qualities, and they were carried into Dasya prem where we found two more qualities, and they were carried into Vatsali prem. We found two more qualities, carried into uh, one more quality. Th- those carried into Madhurya prem and and one more quality. So um, he is going to uh, play this out here, and. Um, I told this was coming, and I gave it, already kind of explained it, but we'll go through it. He says, Krishna praptir upai bahu vidahoi. Krishna prapti taratmai taratamya, excuse me, bahuta achai. There are various means and process by, process by which one may attain the favor of Krishna. All those transcendental processes will be studied from the viewpoint of comparative importance. So he's looking at this objectively now. Tatasta vichar. Kintu janu jedrasa se sarvottam. Tatasta vicharile achetartam. It is true that whatever relationship one has with Krishna is the best for that devotee. When we study all the different methods, however, from a neutral position, we can understand that there are higher and lower degrees of love. 
Hmm? Now he will support this with a with a Sanskrit verse that uh, appears through the pen of Rupa Goswami. Yatotaram asosvadha bisheso lhasa mai api ratir basanaya sadvi basate kapi kasyachet. Hmm. What is being said here, and he'll give uh, an example how to understand it, but what's being said here is that um, from an objective point of view, if we step back hmm, and analyze these different types of prame, we see, as I mentioned, that there are aspects of Shanta prame in Dasya prame and more, aspects of Dasya prame and more in Sakya Prem. So there's a there's a, a, a hierarchy here. Hmm? And really the hierarchy is about mamata, about possessiveness, about my, about about intimacy, the, the degree to which intimacy is afforded in relation to the absolute Krishna. Hmm? And so from an objective point of view, hmm, um, we come to Madhurya Prem, we say it is the highest. Now, he quotes a verse from Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. This is the second time he quotes this verse in Chaitanya Charitamrita, earlier in the fourth chapter of the Adi Lila. We're in the Madhya Lila here, but earlier in the fourth chapter of Adi Lila, he also chants this verse. Hmm? And he does the same thing here. This verse says a couple of things. Hmm? It basically says that, that there's a gradation of prame, hmm? And hierarchy, so our hierarchy, and the highest in this, where this verse comes in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu is is in describing the different um, um, ratis. Hmm? Uh, there's a pause, and it says so. Amongst them, he says this. The verse is more or less saying the Madhurya Prem is the highest. But it's implied also in this verse. However, hmm, all the or it really stated too, all the devotees do not adopt that. Why? Why? Because they adopt the particular frame that they're attracted to on the basis of their previous association, their bhakti sangskar with with rasic devotees in their past. Hmm? So there's a lot being said here. Hmm? But what Krishnadas wants to say is basically that two things. That from an objective point of view, the Madhurya Ras is, is the highest. But from the subjective point of view, each devotee feels his own sentiment for Krishna is the highest, and they're right. And when he says this here, when he quotes this verse here, he makes this point, and when he quotes this verse earlier in the fourth chapter, he says the same thing. This he says there he says I call therefore we call this this kind of frame Shringarasa, it's another name for it, the formal name. We call it Madhurya. It's just sweet, sweet love, the sweetest of the sweet. Hmm? However, it's the highest. However, hmm? that's from an objective point of view. From the subjective point of view, each devotee's love for Krishna is perfect, and he or she feels it is the best. Hmm? And he's right. Hmm. So, the further point, of course, uh, that 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 
comes here that he, he doesn't bring out or, or develop is the point I raised, that, that well, if, if Madhurya Ras is the best, why doesn't everybody choose it? Hmm. Because we choose that which we have the which we have the opportunity to choose. As an opportunity presents itself, then we can choose it. So the opportunity for bhakti rasa presents itself to us. How? Through the sadhus we associate with, and they are breeders of brain. They are contagious. They are carrying that. So. Um, we, by that association, we develop a sangskar hmm, for that type of bhakti. Hmm. We naturally gravitate towards that and so forth. Hmm. And generally, of course, this, this the way this plays out is that our guru has a certain type of sentiment. We're influenced by that and we develop in the same way. Exceptions that appear um, for uh, our, uh, do so for, for different reasons. One of them, of course, Primarily, we say because of previous association in the past. Hmm? Um, we, some of the godbrothers of Prabhupada used to say about him that, well, he 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 he's born in a Sakurasa family hmm, of Vaishnavas, and uh, whose patronage was to the Uttaranada Thakur and uh, one of the Twadasa Gopals of Krishna Lila appearing in Gaur Lila, and so forth. And he has obvious affinity for that, but he got took birth to have connection with with Bhakti Siddhanta to, to develop the the Madhurya sentiments that combined with that make for a Priyanarma Saka, hmm? a certain type of friend that has his Sakya Rasa is mixed with Madhurya Rasa. We call it Rupa Goswami calls it Saki Bhav. Hmm? Those kind of friends of Krishna. They have a group leader in Sakuras and a group leader in Madhuryaras, both. Hmm? We talked about this when we talked about Sakurasa. Hmm? So, because Bhaktisanta was in Madhuryasa and Prabhupada was in was obviously in Sakurasa, but there's a Madhurya component to his Sakurasa. Hmm? A very special kind of Sakurasa that exceeds in intimacy with Krishna, Ratsalyarasa. Hmm? It comes up to Mahabhav. Hmm? Not the Mahabhav of of, of the um, uh, handmaidens of Radha, but very uh, uh, similar. So anyway, the point is what that that the way in which we get bhakti is by hmm, coming in touch with bhakti. Hmm? We are a unit of existence cognizance and love but it's very tiny hmm? our love is very small it's at, it's atmananda love of the self hmm? we are i've said it many times we are the lovable object in this world we love things because we extend ourselves into them and call them ours hmm? why we like them is because they're ours we've identified with them it's our self that we like if our self is not in the thing, we don't like it. Hmm? As much as we identify with things, we, we extend our self into them, hmm? and we like them. So it's, it's, it's the self that is lovable. Upanishad says, it's not that the wife is, is lovable, it's the self. It's not that the child is lovable, it's the self that we love. My wife, my child, my husband. Hmm? So, 
the and, and matter has is nirananda. It has no ananda. It has no love. It's asat, achit, nirananda. So it's not an object of love. You cannot. It doesn't reciprocate. We're reciprocating with ourselves, so to speak. So this self-love that is is extraordinary, and if we awaken to the measure of the of the love that we are, the unit of love that we are, nothing in the world, no manifestation of the material world, will have any appeal to us whatsoever. But that, as extraordinary as that love is, it can retire the whole, the lure of material existence. It is, it is, it is, uh, insignificant in comparison to love of Krishna. Hmm? That love involves the ingress of bhakti into the life of the jiva. Hmm? And where does bhakti come from? Bhakti comes from herself. Only bhakti gives bhakti. And bhakti manifests herself in the heart of the intermediate devotees, bhakti proper, hmm, who canvass and as and through that she distributes herself. Hmm. So in touch with such devotees who have real feeling for Krishna, hmm, and feeling for Krishna can come within us. This, this is very simple. Hmm. That ingress of bhakti, bhakti is the essence of the sarup shakti. Bhakti is made of sarup shakti. That's what it is. The jiva is tatasta shakti. It can live in the spiritual environment or material environment. Maya shakti provides a material environment. The sarup shakti provides a material environment. The Maya shakti provides an interface for the jiva to interact with the Maya shakti. Hmm? and have some experience, subjective experience of what the world is like. Hmm? And the Maya, and the Srupa Shakti provides an interface. Hmm? Then we call the Swarup, the spiritual body. It's hmm? like you need a brain and a, and a mind and senses. This is the interface hmm? to, to be a material person. Hmm? Without that, well... What, without that interface, there's no experience that, to, to, to be had, hmm? except that I exist. Hmm? A person comes with variety of decisions. I like this, I don't like that, particulars, and so on and so forth. Without that interface, there's no opportunity for that. Hmm? And in bhakti, the interface is the, is the, is the spiritual form, of a gopi, of a gopa. Hmm? And so now there are you relate with Bhagavan in such a way that there are particular particular qualities of Bhagavan manifest. Particular leelas become attractive. Particularly shows a particular form corresponding with the love of the devotee, which is Srupa Shakti's influence. So he has a particular, or she has personality and differences and so forth. Hmm? This is what it means when it says that jiva is tatasta. It can it can stay on either side. Hmm? Of course, once it goes to that side. Then yad gat vanadi vartante tadama paramamam. They had no return. Hmm? 
because then it realizes its full potential. Here there's like a, a, a semblance of, a, of my potential is realized. I became a person, but it all, it all was taken away. Hmm? There I become a person and I remain. Hmm? And that in relation to that which is enduring, the Absolute, Sri Krishna, Bhagavan. Hmm? So, what kind of love of Krishna the devotee will choose? It depends on the opportunity that's afforded him. Hmm? Hmm? This is what Bhakti Rasamrita says, Sindhu says here in this verse and in a number of other places. It's consistent throughout in the writings of the Goswamis. Uh, in some places, beginning with Bhakti Thakur, the subject is talked about a little differently. Like there's love is dormant, the sarup is dormant, something like that. But this is um, needs to be um, understood in, in context. This idea where does the love of God from is connected to the idea of where did we come from? Hmm? We have a conversation about did we fall from Goloka? It will eventually come to is love of God inherent in us? Hmm? They're related. Hmm? So you can be sure we don't fall from Goloka and you can be sure love of God is not inherent but the capacity to love on our side is inherent. Hmm? It's not inherent in the Maya Shakti because it's achit, asat, nirananda. It's it's on uh, inert. Hmm? How do you love an inert thing as much as love is reciprocal? Right. Hmm? So the jiva is a unit of love, so it can reciprocate. Krishna makes invitation through Swarup Shakti, through Bhakti, coming through Guru Parampara, we reciprocate. Hmm? We, we, we choose that, and then there's a possibility of, of loving. So, you, you know, as I said, your full potential can be realized in relation to matter. It's, it's not. It's not. You can. You can. You can have put. You can. You can say. You can influence the Maya Shakti to have a spiritual quality, hmm? but it's not going to turn into a devotee. Hmm? Prabhupada would give an example of like a gold and a gold-plated box. Hmm? Just like your, your sadhaka day can, can function like a spiritual body because it will function under the influence of the sarup shakti. Hmm? But it will also pass away and so forth. It may have some, some place in eternity in a sense... We take the picture of the Acharya as in the Sadaka day and we put it on the altar. Hmm? But uh, but the Swarup of the Jiva in for a relationship with Krishna, hmm? this is the Jiva's full prospect coming out, and it comes out because in one sense it is it has some capacity to love. Maya Shakti doesn't have the capacity to love. Hmm? So that is inherent in us. Hmm? The prospect of being an agent, of having qualitative experiences, to be an apprehender, hmm? to be a lover, is all within us. But certain ingredients are required, an environment is required. Hmm? This is what Bhakti Devi supplies. Hmm? So, we didn't fall from Goloka, and, and love of Krishna is a gift. It's a grace, it's a blessing. Hmm? It's not the right 
it's my right to fight out and and so forth. So we have to go there to the Brajlila by the hand. The guru becomes more important as we advance, not less important. So it all comes out here in this verse. Now he'll go on and, and try to explain the basic points that he is raising by citing this verse from Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. That point being what? That um, while subjectively speaking, each devotee's love is perfect for that devotee. Hmm? And it comes through a perfect method. Hmm? You can say, Krishna sent this sadhu because he wants to accept service from you in this way. You can say it's predetermined in that way. Brahmanda Brahmite Kon Bhagavan Jeev Guru Krishna Prasadi Pai Bhakti Latavij. Hmm? Krishna brings the, the the disciple to the guru, hmm? and the guru brings the disciple to Krishna. Means the guru gives the disciple love of Krishna. Hmm? So, what kind of love? Well, usually the kind that, the, that he's carrying, and Krishna sent that carrier to him. So you can say Krishna wanted to accept this kind of love from this devotee. He sent this sadhu to that that devotee. Hmm? You can kind of harmonize the idea of predestination and choice there. Hmm? Kind of. <laughs> the predestination presents itself as a choice from a certain vantage point hmm? on the part of the jiva. Hmm? Krishna's aggressive, huh? Hmm? He sends, he, he, he wants to love you. He wants you to love. love so he sends in a way that it's difficult to, to avoid. We may postpone it, but it's difficult to avoid. That is power of sadhusanga. It drives us on, and so forth. So, and you can see, and this is very practical. You can see as I, that sadhusanga is the very the, the engine of bhakti. It's the let's say it's the driving force. By that we pro- we propelled, we go forward. Hmm? So by that we get bhakti. It's not some other way. Hmm? You can say, he propelled me to, to find out what I already had or something. It's not quite like that. No, he, he gave me something. Hmm? And so, he, the point he wants to make here is that while each devotee's love is subjective and perfect, perfectly arranged and so forth, at the same time, objectively speaking, stepping back, we see this Madhurya Prem has extraordinary qualities that we don't find in the other rasas. Therefore, it can be called Ujvala rasa. It can be called the highest ideal. And he'll give the example that we already um, cited early, earlier. What was the example? The example is in material nature as explained in Sankhya, which we find in the Bhagavatam. Hmm? There are five gross elements. Earth, water, fire, air, and ether. And there are, there is one quality in ether, sound. There is two qualities in air, sound and movement, touch. In fire there are three, touch, t- uh, sound, and Form, hmm? and in water there are, there's also taste, and in earth there's also smell, hmm? and the others. Hmm? So just as these elements 
Hmm. Our progression in which qualities of the previous elements are contained and more, culminating in earth, where there is smell, touch, taste, form, and sound. Smell, touch, taste, form, and sound. Hmm? Similarly, in starting with Shantarasa, hmm, moving to Dasya, Sakya, Vatsalya, and Madhurya, hmm, the Madhurya is, it has the ingredients of all the others hmm, and something unto itself, where the full, the whole body is given to Krishna, is how it's described. Hmm? That's its unique quality. So, this way he gives an example to help us understand the point. Hmm? And then, what? He cites another verse from Bhagavatam. This is a significant verse, and that will be followed by another verse from Bhagavatam, also a very significant verse. What's the time? Should we continue? So, he says, Mai bhakti ributanam amritatvaya kalpate. Dishtya yad asin matsneho babatinam marapanaha. This is a verse from Bhagavatam in Kurukshetra. Again, a very, this is, this is the Rathiyatra in Krishna Leela. The Rathiyatra commemorates what happened in Kurukshetra. Krishna went from Dwaraka to Kurukshetra, ostensibly to uh, perform sacrifices during the solar eclipse. But what really happened there was these, there he is with Balaram riding on elephants and a big entourage and Brahmins chanting Vedic mantras and Prince Krishna is here and uh, make way and they set up a whole city in Kurukshetra like you do for a World's Fair or the Olympics or something. Set up a whole city. Hmm? And Krishna's... Uh, Father Vasudeva is going to perform some sacrifices. Krishna is going to be there. Sages are coming. It's it's like a big, big, big religious event, and uh, and so all this royalty is there, and educated people, sophisticated, uh, uh, pious, aristocratic, religious people, and um, well-known people. I mean, the who's who of you know of the time are, are, are there. Nard is there. Hmm. Hmm. And so on. And uh, 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 so many rishis. And this is just like, if you didn't go there, you didn't go. You, your year was unsuccessful. You know, you, you're, you're not in the, in the, in the, in the know. So, big event. And, and, To the gate comes some covered wagons pulled by oxen. Hmm? And the gatekeeper says, Who are you? Have you got a ticket? Huh? These people with, you know, who, are, who carry milk and yogurt on their heads, and these are very um, simple, simple village people. They're not riding on elephants. They're not, uh, they're, they're coming in, in bullock carts hmm? and they're bringing yogurt, milk. This is, this is their money. Hmm? And so 
their Nanda Jasoda, Krishna's friends, gopis, they're coming to meet Krishna at Kurukshetra. Hmm? And so, somehow or other, hmm, the, it, the, it's, it's like in India. It used to be, years ago when I went there, I don't know how it's like now, but it, if you wanted to get on a train and you wanted to get to the front of the line, hmm, all you had to say was, Mother, Mother. It meant, I'm, my mother's sick, I'm going to see my psh, go, to, go to the line. Mother. I'm going to see his mother. Hmm. Motherhood is very highly, uh, held very highly in the Indian culture. Hmm. And so Mother Yashoda, hmm, Devaki is there, the apparent mother, but Yashoda has some claims raising Krishna as she did. Uh, of course, she's the real mother of Krishna. Hmm. He actually took birth in Vrindavan. Somehow she makes it known and convinces the gatekeeper that by her motherhood, and so the mother's necessity lets them in. Word gets out. Somebody's out here saying she's your mother. You know, what's with that? Anyway, let her come in. You know, and they they can't understand Krishna in relation to the Brajabhasis. They have, okay, well, let, let, let the people come in, you know. We invite everybody, you know. And then the guards and whatnot pushed aside, and anyway, then they come. Nanda, Yashoda, Yashoda meets with Krishna, and Devaki's there. She witnesses it. She sees it. And she says, you're his real mother. She's amazed by the measure of the Vatsalya Prem of, of, of Yashoda. And then, after meeting with the parents and so forth, then, of course, he meets with the gopis, hmm. private. Hmm. And they're not that pleased with him, because he was supposed to come back. <laughs> it's been a while now. Hmm. Uh, by this time, you know, he had, he had sent a message from um, Mathura with Udava, uh, and... It's, it's silly. It's, he'll be coming shortly, but he hadn't come, and and um, perhaps by that time, Baladev had also been been sent, and so forth. Uh, so there they are, anyway. They're not that happy with him. Um, they're 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 confused. What what, what he's like? What, what, what you know? How could he be like this? And, and so forth. So he, of course, uh, has to explain himself another instance where he has to explain himself. And uh, he's so charming that he says, well, the thing is that I wanted to come back immediately, but what could be done? How could I come back? I killed Kamsa. Okay, my parents there, some kind of parents, Devaki Basta, they were in prison. So I went there for the sake of them, right? Nobody can argue with that. My, my, I've been killing all these demons that have been sent by Kamsa. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Kamsa's got my parents in prison, so I've got to, you know, I had to go there and and free them. I did that, but when I killed Kamsa, it started a world war. Hmm? It can start from a small thing. Hmm? Kamsa, Kamsa had has sending all these henchmen to Vrindavan. That was one thing. They were all under his control. Putana, Bakasur, Agasur, Keshi. These people were all 
completely under Kamsa's control, so you can imagine his power. Hmm? So when Krishna killed Kamsa, then Jarasandha, hmm, who was um, whose wives, whose 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 what daughters were married to Kamsa, hmm? he was upset. He had like twenty-seven akshahinis of you know armies, whatever cavalries and. He had more army than both of the armies at Kurukshetra, both sides put together. And so he used all of this force to attack Krishna. And so Krishna is telling, what could I do? I wanted to protect you and Vrindavan. If I went there, it's just a village, and here would have come Jarasandha with armies and cavalry and and so forth and destroyed the place. Hmm? Mathura wasn't even suitable, so I made another city, Dwarka, fortified it and so forth and so on. You can see, he built Dwarka to protect Vrindavan. He's always in the Vrindavan consciousness, really. Hmm? Hmm? He is relating with other devotees in other ways, but in the deeper, deeper inside, Krishna, the Krishna of Krishna. Hmm? always thinking about Vrindavan. Hmm. So he built Dwarka. It looks like for many reasons, but this is the real, real reason. So he tells him, what could I do? I mean, so I, I couldn't come back. I, 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 one thing led to another. I tried to save my mother and father there, and, and the next thing it turned into like this huge war. Hmm. Jarasand attacked 18 times, isn't it? Hmm. City of Dwarka and so forth. And I was fending him off and keeping him from coming to Vrindavan and so forth. And so, what can I say? By providence, we've been separated. It's out of my control. Hmm? This is how he approaches them. Hmm? So, please, don't be upset with me. Hmm? And the gopis say, by providence, yeah, but you are providence. Hmm? So Krishna is saying, I'm just an ordinary guy. I, am I, you know, and I tried to help my parents out. You can't blame me for that. I love you, but I had to help my parents out. Hmm? What Krishna's really saying is, my problem is I've got lots of devotees. You don't have that problem. You've got only me. But I've got lots of devotees. I love you, and I, your love is extraordinary. That's for sure. But uh, my other devotees love me, and I've got to spend time with them. I'm not free to. Hmm? I had to go help my parents. Hmm? But they said, but you, you are God, so how can you blame God? Hmm? Hmm. Krishna's very smart. Hmm? Gopis are smart too, but Krishna's very smart. Hmm? And he says, well, that, you know, that's fine. If, if, do people do say that. Hmm? So if I am God, then no problem. Then I'm everywhere, hmm? and so you're you're thinking that I'm not there, but I am. If I'm God, I must be there because there's nowhere that God is not. So you're just confused. And if you want to think that I'm God, think about that, and then you realize that I'm there, and then that's the end of the problem. Hmm? Hmm. This is how. He, he, then then he, he, and so then he begins to speak about what it means to be God, and he speaks about Gyan. Hmm? And he knows gopis have no interest in this, but he plays it out, hmm? and they and they think what can be done. 
This is his nature. Hmm? He talks like this. He's God, yeah. So, you know, he, he has this side of him where, you know, it's just like I love him, but he, he you know, he likes football, so he talks about it. You know, he, he says, my husband, he's like, uh, my lover, he'd like this, I love him, but, you know, he's got this side, he's God, and he likes to talk about philosophy and all this stuff. We're not interested in that. We have no interest in that stuff. Hmm? He watches the games on Sunday. We're not interested in that, you know. So he likes to talk philosophy. We, we, we have no, nothing to do with that. But that's his nature. What can be done? So here he is going off on this, this God thing, and and uh, uh, and we, we 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 did say, okay, you're God, so you know, okay. But they're charmed by him. Hmm? He's speaking about hmm, the position of God and how yeah, no one's ever separated. Uh, really, he's everywhere, and so on and so forth. Hmm? In the context of this, he, he cites this verse. He said, but here is really, the, I'm God, it's true. I mean, and, and people around me here, they all say that. Um, and, and the fact is that people attain me, by devotion to me, people attain me. They attain immortality. They get mukti. They, they go to Vaikuntha. They attain me in some form. That's true. Hmm? By bhakti, people attain me. I'm God. But one thing I want to share with you, he says, and that is that hmm, by the way you have approached me with with your affection, your sneha, I feel that I have attained you. People attain me by bhakti, but by your bhakti, I, have, I feel I have attained you. Hmm? That is your position. Hmm? Now, does that sound like God? Hmm? You, what you have, hmm? I worship that. I'm drawn to that. I'm controlled by that. That even while I'm here, that's the fact. Hmm? Oh, this comforted their hearts. Hmm? Hmm. They could. They they had to go back. They could go back knowing this is how it feels. Hmm? He said it to us previously in Rasulila. Hmm? He's saying it again now. Hmm? He's repeating himself, more or less, but in a charming way. Hmm? How did it happen, Rasulila? Hmm? The gopis, of course, will go on to say, Hushte Nalinaba, Padaravinda, Yogaishparai. They said, Oh, some people worship you with. Uh, Big sacrifices on the karma marg, religious people, other people, but yoga and powers and and, and and gyan and so forth. We can't do these things. We don't have any wealth to perform big sacrifices. We don't have the brains for for gyan. We don't have the ability to do yoga. We just love you. That's all. Hmm? We just want you to be part of part, part of part of want to be part of your family. That's all. They're really deprecating these paths. They say, who cares for gyan, karma, yoga? That's nothing. <laughs> We're not interested in that. Hmm? Hmm. So, this is a very charming section. And I say this is very central to Chaitanya Annually, Mahaprabhu will perform the Ratha Yatra. Hmm? And the, the, the height of what Krishna consciousness is comes out. 
in Ratha Yatra. Here is the moment here hmm, that Krishna is purchased by Gopi's love. Hmm? Comes out in Rasalila, comes out again, and 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 it com- it's coming out here, and say and in here. The setting is not suitable. Hmm? I'm not happy here either. Hmm? My heart is with you. I want to return. Hmm? Vrindavan is, is the best place. Your love exceeds anything um, that I'm surrounded by now. I'm purchased by that. So, mm-hmm. Krishna says, what? Krishna pratigya dridha sarvakale ache. Krishna has made a firm promise. Hmm? What is that? If someone surrenders to him, he responds accordingly. So I said he quotes Gita verse. This is the Gita verse, 4th chapter, 11th verse. Krishna says, as they approach me, I reciprocate accordingly. This is Krishna's promise. E premar anurupna pori bhajite atebudini hoi kahi bhagavate. However, in Srimad Bhagavatam, it is said that Lord Krishna cannot reciprocate in kind for the Madhurya Rasa of the gopis. Instead, he remains in debt. Napareham nilabadya samjutam. Samyujam. Svasadu krityam vibudhayu sapibha ya mabhajan durjara geha sinkala so this is from Bhagavatam. We're back now to the Rasalila. Hmm? So this is where Krishna initially told the gopis, your love is something that, that I worship. And uh, now we've heard him say it again at Kurukshetra. But this is uh, this is this here is the first time he said this. This is, as I said earlier, the genesis of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. You could, so you can see this whole all the verses he cites is all about what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is about. He's teaching Chaitanya Mahaprabhu what he is, as the guru should. What happened was, as we know, we've already talked about it in brief, that Krishna left Radha, gopis found Radha, they sympathized with her, they went to the bank of the Jumuna, they began to perform kirtan. They began to perform kirtan and they got absorbed in the, in the qualities and the leelas of Krishna. Hmm? They started to enact the leelas. Hmm? They changed colors. Hmm? They looked like Krishna's color. They started to look like Krishna. They were going all extreme sattvikabhav, asta sattvikabhav transformation, sudipta, in, in very inflamed sattvikabhavs all at once. Hmm? And some that aren't mentioned, even in Bhaktivarasamrita Sindhu, Jiva Goswami says they're too rare. Hmm? And Krishna's 
watching this and he's just overwhelmed by their their love hmm? and so gradually he, he of course makes his appearance on the scene we talked about that how beautiful he looked how he was a little shy what am I going to say now you know I've left them and look at their condition and so they were upset must be upset with me and so forth hmm? and so a conversation ensues and in that conversation the gopis they ask Krishna that that there are there are three kinds of lovers hmm? Krishna comes and the attendants of, 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 of Radha make a seat for him. Hmm? Okay, there's going to be negotiations. And they, are happy. they want to see Krishna and Radha get, get right. Hmm? They want to assist like this. So they make arrangement. Now there's going to be some... Krishna's going to speak. Why did you do what you did? Why did you leave? We've given ourselves to you in... in Completely, you couldn't give one one couldn't give themselves more completely, and you leave. Hmm? So the discussion begins, and they ask Krishna that there, there they say there are three kinds of lovers. There are those, well, uh, who love only when others love them. There are those that love even when others don't love them, hmm? and there are those that don't love even when others love them. Hmm? Which kind are you? Well, obviously, he's not the first kind. Hmm? That he loves them only when they love him. Hmm? But if he was, that's not very good. Hmm? I love you only if you love me. Hmm? Um... He's not the second kind because they loved him and he left. Second kind is that even if you don't love me, uh, if, I, if I don't love you, you love me. Hmm? The third kind is apparently would be, well, pretty bad guy. Hmm. That I love you, and and you 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 don't reciprocate. Hmm. Well, the second actually the second kind was. Uh, even if you don't love me, I love you. Hmm? That kind of lover. Third kind is, even if I love you, you don't love me. Like an ungrateful person. I've loved you and you, you show not, nothing. Hmm? So they're kind of setting him up for like, well, there's different kinds of love. Which kind are you? Seems like you're, on, you're the ungrateful type here. Hmm? So Krishna's very intelligent, of course. And so he says, well, yeah, you're right. There are three kinds of lovers. Um, now I'm the first kind, he said. That is just a business arrangement. Hmm? If you love me only because I love you, then that's like business. Hmm? You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Let's make a deal. Hmm? So there's really there's really no love in that. Hmm? The second kind of love is that's real, real love, and you have that kind of love for me. Hmm? Even if I don't love you, you love me. This is like the love between the, the, the guru and the disciple. Even if the guru doesn't reciprocate, the disciple loves anyway. Apparently doesn't reciprocate. Hmm? Selfless love. Hmm? Now, the third kind, there are, there are a few types. Hmm? There are actually two types of the second kind, too. Those who love unconditionally with conditions. Hmm? 
like a mother would love her son unconditionally because he's the son. That's the condition. Hmm? But then there are those who love unconditionally without conditions. This is the idea of spiritual love hmm? between the guru and the disciple. And then the fourth kind of love, well, if I, I love you, but, but still you don't show any love. He said, that's different. there are different types. There's the Atmaram, there's the Atmakam. The person who's self-satisfied, the person who has no desires, hmm? they don't reciprocate when you love them. Hmm? In other words, they're, they're fully self-satisfied, self-realized. Hmm? Whether you love them or you hate them, it makes no difference to them. They see love or hate. They see no difference. If one has everything, up to calm, then same. And then there's the ungrateful person, that type. So Krishna says, obviously, yeah, I'm not the first type. I'm not the second type. That, that's that's your virtue. As far as the third type goes. Well, I'm not Atmaram. Well, I wouldn't be here if I was self-satisfied. Why am I here playing the flute? I'm not. I'm not. All my desires aren't fulfilled. I'm trying to get your company. That's why I was playing that flute. Hmm? Finally, you came. Hmm? So obviously, I'm neither of those. But I'm not the third type either. I'm not ungrateful. Hmm? Then he sings this verse. Hmm? The import of this verse is that. The reason that I disappeared hmm, was to witness the measure of your love, to see if it was what I thought it was. Hmm? What did I think it was? What it is. It is something that is so glorious, so extraordinary, hmm, that it in itself, who has it, has more than what I have. Hmm? Therefore, I cannot reciprocate in kind. Hmm? I said in the Gita I would reciprocate, but, but you've exhausted my capacity to reciprocate. I worship that kind of love that you have. Hmm? This, as I say, is the genesis of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He sees their love. And he, so, he says that, Naparayam nirabhajusam samyujam. I am... And so what I did, I'm not ungrateful, what I did was I disappeared from the Rasa dance, that you would reach such a height of love hmm? Hmm. That, 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 that I, I would see that, witness that, and I would come and be able to tell you this. Hmm? I, I'm actually, what, I'm, what I really was doing was seeking to glorify your love. So he's actually saying, see, I actually loved you more. Hmm? I, I, that's how they think. Oh, we thought he didn't love us, but actually he loves us more than we love him. Hmm? He did this whole thing just to glorify us. That's why he did it. And immediately their hearts melt. That's why he did it. Not because you don't like us. Not because you were mean. But but because you 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 want to make a statement, hmm? and you're making it now, hmm? that that our love 
is so extraordinary that what that 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 um, that even he says swasadu krityam vibudhasya yapiva that that even if I was to try for a lifetime of Brahma, I could not repay you for the measure of your love. Therefore, I, I worship it. I put it on my, on my head. Your love is um, is so extraordinary. He describes it as swasadu krityam. There's different ways in which uh, Sanatana Prabhu, Sanatana Goswami has explained this verse in different places also. One of the ways is that even your love, it is sa-asadu, even when your love appears to be unsaintly, hmm, it's, it's, it's most glorious. Hmm? It has an appearance of being against the Dharma, but actually it's most glorious. He's saying, I love you no matter what you do. Hmm? No matter how you treat me, I may say one thing or another, but the fact is, hmm, I'm completely taken by you. It doesn't matter what you do. Hmm? You are made of love of me, and whatever you do, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm charmed by it. I'm completely captured, controlled by it. Hmm? Therefore, I can't reciprocate that you 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 have to be satisfied with your own saintliness. Hmm? That is the most glorious thing. Hmm? What you've done with great difficulty, you, know, uh, you, uh, you have given up your family, obligations, religious considerations, all this you've cast to the wind. I can't do that. If I give up religious considerations, well, what will the people think? The world will go to hell. As I say in the Bhagavad Gita, I, send, I set an example. Hmm? If I don't set an example, everything will go to hell. I have to set a religious example. That's a side of me that you don't have that side. You're not concerned about that at all. I have to do that. Hmm? And then I have, as I said earlier, I have other types of devotees I have to deal with. I've got a mother, father. I can't give them up. You gave up your father, mother. You gave up your families. I, I can't do that. Hmm? What you've done is 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 uh, unthinkable. Hmm? That for me. Hmm? So uh, you you should be satisfied with your love itself. I I worship it, and they're thinking, wow, he, he did all this just to say. Say these nice things about us. Just see how charming he is. Hmm? How lovable Krishna is. We cannot blame him. Hmm? The rest of the dance will commence after this. Yeah. It's all been, everything's been made up. Hmm? But we'll conclude with this. Uh, I mean, there's one more verse, but um, um, he, he, maybe we'll touch on it, but there's a very nice part of this verse here. When he says, your saintliness, you'll have to be satisfied with. Hmm? Um, it is the most virtuous thing. Another way in which Sanatana Goswami has interpreted this, uh, read this, is that 
if I am to repay you, hmm, the only way that I can think of repaying you is by making, uh, turning some people into devotees of you, making, making sadhus out of others who become devotees of you. This is what he said. Hmm? So at some point I will, I, I, I will try to repay you, it won't be complete, but, but by, by making devotees, devotees of you. Hmm? This is all he said. But the implication of it is, what? Hmm? The only way I can think of possibly repaying you, which I said I cannot do if I had a lifetime of Brahma, but here's what I'm proposing. Hmm? That every day in the life of Brahma, Hmm? Once in every day of the life of Brahma, hmm? I will go out and I will make devotees for you. Hmm? People make devotees for me. I will make devotees for you. Hmm? Once in the day of Brahma, once in every day of the life of Brahma, the days. In a long, I can't repay you for a lifetime of Brahma if I tried. But what I'm going to try to do, hmm, to show you my earnestness, is once in every day of Brahma, I will appear in the world as a sadhu and I will glorify Gopi Bhav everywhere. I will speak about this Gopi Bhav, what is, how extraordinary it is. I will, I will do this day after day after day of Brahma. Hmm? I will become Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? And I will preach the glories of Gopi Bhav. Hmm? Once in a day of Brahma. This is what he's done. He's come to give Gopi Bhav to the world. Hmm? Make this to, to glorify them. Hmm? That this is what the Braj is moving around. Hmm? Even the even the Sakiras, the Vatsaliras, the Dasayras is all centered around this. Hmm? Yeah. The Mother Yasoda loves gopis also. Radha. Hmm? Cowherds, they all everybody wants this to happen. Hmm? Uh, that the glories the gopis and Radhika may be glorified. Be it Bhagavatamrita Sarup says, and Krishna gave me direct service, but the other day Radharani gave me service, and that's even better. Hmm? To be her servant. Hmm? So he says, once in the day of Brahma, once every day in Brahma's life, hmm? for every day, I will come into the world as a sadhu. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna in his Acharya Leela, appearing as an Acharya, sadhu, a sannyasi. And this is what he's doing. Hmm? He's gathering up people under the banner of, of Gopi Bhav. Hmm? He's gathering up attendants for Radha. Hmm? They hear this, you can see, they hear this, and they're soft-hearted gopis. Hmm? Krishna appears hard-hearted sometimes. He's not. Hmm? They never appear hard-hearted. They're always soft-hearted. Hmm? Radharani may try to, in her mom, try to reject him, but it's not like... Krishna's much rough, more rough 
in his handling of things. But inside, he's just sweet to the core. Hmm? How can he not be associating with such sweet people, with such Madhurya Prem? Hmm? He's very soft, very, very soft. Hmm? He's completely charmed the heart. Now the Rasalila can commence. It's all been said now. Hmm? Now only to celebrate. This is the zenith of the whole of Bhagavatam, whole of Krishna Leela. And as you see, it explodes into the into the lotus within the lotus of of Chaitanya Leela. Hmm? This is what Chaitanya Leela is about. This is Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Hmm? This is this is where Ramananda has taken us. Now he'll go on from here. Hmm? Within Madhurya Prem, hmm? What's really being spoken about here in particular is Radha's love, because as you may recall, well, Krishna left the Rasa dance with Radha. Hmm? He could be satisfied with Radha alone. If he had all the other gopis and not Radha, he couldn't be satisfied. There would be something lacking. Hmm? Those who know that, they want to help him. That's why his friends who know that, they they, they, they work for that. They will come together. Hmm? And then he left Radha, of course, and her condition was such that all the gopis felt that her separation, which he experienced, is greater than all of ours together. So they're very soft-hearted. They want to help her, their friend. Hmm? She is Radha, who worshipped him better, who completely captivates him. So, so that's not coming out here directly, but now he will bring it out. Hmm? Because... Uh, but well, he, he he will quote one more verse from Bhagavatam. Although the son of Devaki, the supreme personality of God, is the reservoir of all kinds of beauty, when he is among the gopis, he nonetheless becomes more beautiful, for he resembles a markata jewel, surrounded by gold and other jewels. So it's just a nice description of how beautiful Krishna becomes in the association of the gopis, how he shines more resplendently. It means that the full face of Swaya Bhagavan comes out in the, in the light, in the brilliance of the gopis' love. This is where he, his beauty, which is the principal characteristic of his six opulences, his strength, wealth, fame, knowledge, renunciation, and his beauty. His beauty is the main. The others are attendant, like the Swarup Lakshan and the Tasta Lakshan of his opulences that make him Bhagawan, Sadaishvari, his six opulences, his beauty. And his beauty shines out in their company. Hmm? Such is the nature of their love. So the, so who is the full face of divinity hmm? is found in the light of Gopi's love, he says. Hmm? And Prabhu Kohei Sadjabhadhi Sunis Chai Kripokori Kahajari Agikichuhoi Mahaprabhu replies, this is certainly the limit of perfection. Please be merciful to me. And speak if there is more. And Ramana says, Ramana <laughs> said, until this day, I do not know anyone in this world who could inquire beyond what I've just said. Hmm? 
But you did. So, and there is more. So I'm going to say, beyond the gopi's love, hmm, Radha's love in particular. Hmm? So he says, Ihan madje Radhara prem sadja siromani yanghar mohima sarva shastrete vakhani. Among the loving affairs of the gopis, Radha's love for Krishna is topmost. Indeed, the glories of Radha's love is highly esteemed in all the scriptures. Yeah. So he goes on from here. He'll quote from Padma Purana about Radha's love. He'll glorify Radha's love, Radha's qualities and so on, and Krishna's qualities. And so it, it develops. This is a, a, a resting point for the moment. Any questions? Yes. And Uddhava went to Vrindavan. Did he ever speak to the Sakas? Yeah. It's not described in Bhagavatam like that, but he spent two months there, mm. wandering around, associating with everybody. There's, 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 there's no description in the Bhagavatam of that. Many things happen that aren't described. Rupa Goswami describes their condition, however, in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, in Krishna's absence. It's quite um, breathtaking. Spiritually, spiritually disconcerting. What else? Jai Suman Mahaprabhu Ki Jai. Sri Siddhaji Gopal Ki Jai.